Hello and welcome to the Grassroots Coachcast episode 15. I'm one of your hosts, Dave. And I'm Ben. Today we're going to be talking about end of season awards. The main concept of this podcast is to discuss coaching at the grassroots level, at the youth football or soccer uh, sports. Ben and I both coach under 10s teams. Ben coaches the boys and I coach the girls. Each week we'll look to choose a different topic to cover and discuss our experiences, both good and bad, and any advice that we may have. Ultimately, we're looking to get this content out there and just hopefully help other people, other coaches who are coaching at, at the grassroots level. So, Ben, how's it going? Yes, not bad, not bad. Uh, busy day. So, Elijah had his awards today for his Saturday team. Uh, he got the golden boot, um, which was nice. Quite a nice little trophy, actually. Um, and it's his last kind of, um, not appearance, but last time he's going to see most of them because he's not carrying on next year there so it was a nice mm-hmm. quite a nice day um so they the manager did his own individual awards as well um and they did a player of the year like each each manager did a player of the year in front of the whole sort of club and parents and stuff and we did our own little private ones so it was good he said some nice stuff about him and um then we dashed down to farnborough to watch evie in her tournament she, um so we missed most of his we drove for an hour to get there and then by the time we got there, there was one game left. Um, and it, and I think the team, she had to win, her team had to win to win the trophy. And the team they were playing had to draw to win the trophy. Oh, um, right, okay. So it was, it was quite, so it was kind of worth going for that. Because um, her granddad took her, so um, we just got there as soon as we could. But they, they won 1-0 with a last-minute winner. So it was... Uh, there were some big celebrations and the girls were absolutely chuffed. The girls were chuffed a bit, so it was great. It was really good. Um, but it was one of those games and you had a, you'll talk about it in a minute, your tournament, and it was a bit, it was just really frantic. It was kind of 12 minutes of, I can't think of any shot on target in the whole game. And then Evie put this really long, she's got a really long throw. So she put this really long throw and it's probably the only time because there was a minute left and their manager was getting, he got everybody in the box. He was just like, oh, forget the shape, just get everyone in there. And it just happened to fall for the striker and she smashed it in the bottom corner. So then he blew the whistle literally 30 seconds after that. So by the skin of their teeth, they did it. And they, and they were so made up, the girls. It was great. So um, it was a good day. Glad we went down. Um, so how did your... Let's talk about your tournament. How did that go? Well, first of all, very good. I mean, congratulations. Sounds like, uh, like the jubilant scenes at the end there. It was. They were so excited. It was great. Um, so that's, a, that's their first tournament together as well. So they've got two teams, Wimbledon, and they mix the teams up. So she was with people from the second team as well. So they they kind of mix the two teams together to try and make it a bit fairer. Um, and it was good. The first team came second in their little bit, so they missed out just unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the girls had a good day. They've got their they've got their tournament next week at home there the Wimbledon girls tournament. So it should be really good. And and I'll get to watch that because I haven't got a game. So yeah, look forward to that for once. That sounds um, good. Yeah. It sounds like you, you were uh, a bit unfortunate today by the sound of it. Yeah. So, I I mean, I'll talk about the end and and then come back through it a little bit. So, so we went out in the semifinals. uh, So we were all, quite disappointed there what was the score was it one nil? It, it was two nil it was the only two nil game that i saw quite honestly so same as yourself it's it's short 12 minute games how many and teams, they just, how many teams were in it uh six okay. six teams uh yeah six teams um so we had a group stage so everyone played everyone else initially and then the top four kind of went into the semi-finals Right. And um, and then the final. So it, you're right. I mean, the first game we lost 1-0. Really quite annoyed <laughs> by that, to be honest. I mean, the, these games, I mean, because there's only the one goal in, you always, even when you lose, you're thinking, ah, oh, we could have won that. And then when you win, you think, yeah, we deserved it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, 
Yeah, so we we drew a couple as well, and then we lost. We lost another one, and then won. Uh, no, so then we won one, and then we lost the last one again. So th- those were two nil. We had a three way playoff to go through to the semifinals. So there were there were three teams all on five points, and so uh, we had basically it was three three teams all playing penalties against each other. So only two at a time, but doing like a round robin thing, and then we lost one and won one to go through. <laughs> so, so we actually got to win a, a penalty shootout today as well. But then it was a strange one because at these tournaments you don't often know what's going on, really. You know, and you're trying to walk around and find an organizer or something, and like, what's the score? Do we go home now or or what? So that's, that's it. I hadn't thought about that actually. I kind of arrived too late to notice what was going on. So, yeah, I, I wondered if you just had to go and give your results to some sort of coordinator after, or has it worked? Yeah, well, I think the I think the refs take care of the uh, okay. the the results from each match. But then, as you know, so when, when we thought we we were probably going to go home was when we lost that last match, and you know it was against the team we'd beaten a few weeks ago. So we we kind of thought, right, well, we only need to draw, and then that will probably see us through. So we were a bit little bit gutted to to lose one nil so we we thought we were probably done yeah and then uh that was you know the girls they had some little um little not events like little areas that 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 the uh that the fa had set up you know so keepy uppy challenges and and like penalty challenges and things like that so the girls all went over there and i, I think like i say i think we thought we were pretty done then we had the penalty shootout and then we were straight into the semi-final and we just we just started off very very flatly yeah and you know it was like everyone was half asleep and I, and i think it was weird i i mean i'd put out a little bit of controversy because you know we put out what was you know what we thought was probably our best team but then i ended up changing it quite quickly because you know i needed to change something because, like I say, the girls were just half asleep. And then, uh, yeah, we lost a goal and then it, it just went downhill then. So it was just, it was like, you know, uh, pre-season friendly. So I, I just chucked all the subs on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when it went to 2-0, it, it was obviously, I'd just give the girls game time. Yeah. So, yeah, fi- finish, finished on a, a little bit of a low. I, I didn't think we were outclassed. But the team we lost to... Uh, won the whole thing, so oh, fair enough. It's not too bad, but you know, plenty, still plenty for us to work on. Oh, good, that's good. It's your first one, though, isn't it? So it's all good, good practice. Yeah, and then we've. I tell you what, I, you know, the league has been. You know, we talk about non-competitive. Yep. Whereas this tournament was competitive. And uh, there were some of the dark arts creeping in there. Now, we try and promote with the girls, you know, play fairly. But there, there were some, some things going off the ball. I had one girl in tears because apparently, I, I didn't see it, but another girl had dug her fingers right into her arm or something. And we just got a little bit out-psyched, I think, on the pitch. Right. That, that probably didn't help as well. Okay. But it, it's it's interesting. It. I'm sure it goes on because it's competitive, isn't it? I suppose people want to win, and you're probably going to see that more than you would in a normal friendly or development game on a Sunday, probably. But. Well, I must admit. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but and we'll get to the main topic shortly. But we're saying to the girls, you know, play fairly. If you if you accidentally kick someone, say you're sorry, and you know if especially if you kicked them over on the floor, help them up and, you know, and get on with it. Yeah. Whereas obviously, uh, you know, a lot of the other teams weren't playing in that same spirit. So, you know, you and I grew up in the 70s and 80s. It, it was a different time then, wasn't it? <laughs> you know? And I used to revel in going in as hard as I possibly could. Yeah. Now, I haven't found the right way to explain it so i haven't said to the girls like you know you want to play fair but you want to get in there you want to hit them hard and really let them know you're there that's that's what i really want to say to be honest but, yeah, yeah. but I've, I've i've not uh i've not gone down that path no yeah i'm the same i don't like 
even on a Sunday, I don't particularly like the team booting people up in the air at all. Um, it's it's not, not, not about that. that. Not many that do that, but I, I don't like them kind of ch- I mean, I think I said to you, we had a game where we scored a goal and it went over the line and hit the back of the net and came out. And um, oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone went off and celebrated. And then I, will, I don't want to say they cheated, but I think they all knew it was a goal, but their ref, ref didn't want to give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the end, I just said, look, forget it. I think it wasn't a goal. I knew it was a goal. We all knew it was, but I just said, let's just carry on because I'm not interested in getting dragged into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather win fairly than, because I wouldn't get a good feeling from it and I don't think it's the right way to go about it. So that's just, that's just me. I'm sure it'll be interesting next year when we get a nine aside with offsides and parents doing the line and making dodgy decisions. But generally speaking, <laughs> I mean, that is going to happen. But generally speaking, yeah, I like to play within the rules of the game. And in- Oh, absolutely. And and I think what I'm talking I hope I'm not coming across that, uh, as, as you know, a bite your legs or chop a Harris or something. But I, I think we could be more physical, you know, in yeah, yeah. Use, using our yeah, body to... Yeah. to protect the ball and, and the strength to stay on the ball or to try and get someone else off the ball. I, I think that's, we probably need to work on that a little bit. Yeah. Well, we've all got to play. Yeah, I've got players who don't particularly get stuck in too much, but yeah, it's an ongoing thing trying to get them to do that. But Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, should we, should we go into our main... Yeah, let's do it. ...main topic... What we wanted to talk about today is is the end of season awards that we go through, or, or rather the process before you get up to the end of season awards. So, I think you've you're a little bit ahead of me, aren't you? So, so you actually did yours last week. Yeah, last Sunday we had ours. Um, yeah, so it was good, really good day out actually. And that's good. And so ours is in June, so it's it's a little bit later. Okay. But I, I, so I can benefit from any advice that that you give me. <laughs> but also, you know, I, I kind of thought I got away with the whole selection of the individual player awards. But, um, but no, we we had to submit them today. So right. what's gone in now is what we'll we'll go through in June. So right. let let's talk a little bit about so so you mentioned Elijah's actually today so you, you mentioned uh I think you said a couple of awards yeah you got so player player of the year and is uh, it top goals got a golden boot or something yeah so they did so the actual official club awards they do they did a player of the year and that and that was it so they had all the all the boys or girls kind of all sat down for the age group and then they called mm-hmm. each, manager, each manager did a little speech and then they gave out a player of the year and, and that was it. So they got a shield, which they obviously give back with their name engraved next year after, the, after mm-hmm. they've had it for a year. And they got a little personal trophy to keep. Uh, and that was it. That was the official one. And then the managers do their own uh, individual ones after. So they all they all got a trophy and then he also did a um, golden boot, which Elijah got. Mm-hmm. And, um, he also did a most improved player. Um, so that was it. So that was the official, the unofficial, I suppose the unofficial um, awards. So it was nice. So, you know, he said a few words about each player and he'd obviously, Elijah got the golden boot because he was top scorer and then the most improved player got the most improved player. So, so it was good. So they all got something, which I think is kind of important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's kind of similar to ours. So ours was, they all got, um, they got a really nice little trophy each. It was really nice, actually, really nicely packaged and everything. And um, then we did a parents' player of the year, um, a manager's player of the year, and the players' player of the year. So the club, you know, bought all those trophies and they all got engraved. Um, so it's nice. So we just, each manager did a speech um, then we just called each player up and then we just announced because um, our first team manager came down and our top scorer from the first team and they presented the sort of main awards out, which is quite nice. So, um, so yeah, it was good. That's cool. So, and that sounds 
very similar to ours as well. So we're going to have uh, the manager's player, the parent's player. Yep. We actually have, uh, because we're the only girls team, so the award is called the club man. <laughs> <laughs> so we've submitted it though as a club girl yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh that one and then uh kind of a an achievement slash most improved yeah it, it was called the achievement award but the way we've interpreted it is it, it's the most improved player yeah um the player's player and then i, I can't remember if i mentioned but the, the parents player as well yeah, and so that I don't think that was an official one. We just kind of tagged that in on the end there. There is actually on on one of the grassroots websites. I, I I've read a while ago, and then I stumbled across it recently again um, about a coach who basically left. He resigned after the whole end of season awards um, because there, there was parents and abusive text messages <laughs> flying back and forth about who should get. Uh, a certain awards, so oh, it can, it can be uh, wrapped up in a quite a bit of controversy. So something that's supposed to be uh, supremely positive can end up turning into a negative, which is kind of one of the reasons I I wanted to speak about it on this show. Yeah. Um, so I guess for so for yourself, I mean, what what was that process to go through? So you get told by the club, right? You need to nominate for these categories. What happened next for you? Yeah, yeah. So we got we got an email probably I don't know three or four weeks before, just saying uh, we need your nomination. So we had, we had you know we had to give the three awards: parents, players, and managers. Um, so we had I think two weeks to do it, um, and th- and that was it really. So we we got sent a quite a fancy email with automatic it's all automated so we just literally stuck the names in submitted it and it went directly to the club and then we got a confirmation email of that and that was it really and then um we got the date of the actual awards was announced ages ago but then we got an email probably a week before saying yeah turn up at this time um and it will start at this time and then that was it we didn't really get any more than that um we actually had a friendly game the morning before, so we were actually down the club really early and we just sort of stayed down there and that was it. So it only lasted probably an hour, but um it was reasonably reasonably smooth. I mean they probably could have made a bit more of a fuss, I think, of the players and made it more of a day event. That's probably the only criticism, is that it was it was kind of all done and dusted in an hour and it was quite cramped. They had a lot of people in there in this room and it was really it was really hot last Sunday as well. And they could they could have maybe done it outside or on the pitch or something, mm-hmm. and they did it in the clubhouse, um, and it was quite packed. Um, so it probably could have been. And actually, we had a managers meeting probably I don't know a few months ago, and actually our welfare officer was there, and she said her gripe was that they don't make enough fuss of the kids at the awards. She said she said you sort of wheel them in and wheel them out in an hour, which is what kind of happens. But she said you know we should be putting like a disco on or putting food on and make it really celebrating the fact that these kids have done really well. And I kind of mm. agree with that. And I think most of us agree with that. Um, but they obviously didn't do that this year. And I actually had one parent say to me last week, she said, oh, at my, you know, at his last club, they put all this food on and made a real fuss. <laughs> and, all this. and I said, yeah, I know. I said, we have discussed that. And I kind of agree with it. I think, you know, we, we, you know, you pay a lot of money to be a part of the club. And I think it wouldn't hurt to just do it of an evening. It'd be better of an, an evening, I think. Just put, you know, have an evening. Because we had a Christmas party for the under 10s. Yeah. I don't know why you couldn't have an awards evening. You know, you have a disco, you have a few beers, everyone's chilled out and do it that way. I don't think, I don't see any problem with that. But um, yeah, that's the only, the only criticism probably is that it's a bit too quick and whatever. But um, yeah. But the trophies are really nice. I mean, you know, they've, they put a bit of effort into the trophies. Even though my, um, Parents Player of the Year, his his plaque placard it came without a placard it had fallen off. Oh, so his, his name his name wasn't on the trophy. <laughs> um, it's arrived now. I've got to go and pick it up so you can stick it on. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I I'll talk a bit about so the the awards day that that we have, um, but then I want to go back because it, it's really. I think what I want to discuss is how you choose your players 
for those individual awards. So we, I guess being a a small kind of village team, we have uh, a big day of it. So basically the, the local village halls rented out. We have bouncy castles there. We have little stalls, face painting and everything we have. uh, We mix up all the teams. So the teams that you played through with throughout the year, we mix them around. We still keep the age groups and like the girls will be playing in with the boys and stuff. Um, So that, that's all pretty cool. And it usually is, you know, because we do it, that's probably why they do it in June, to be honest. Um, it is usually a, a scorching day and, um, you know, usually a really good good day of it. Now, the actual awards probably are about an hour as well. Yeah. But there's so many teams to get through. It's just one after the other. But that's usually toward the back end of the day that's usually at like four o'clock or something like that whereas everyone's been there since about half nine ten o'clock in the morning playing the different matches and and stuff and and you know kids running amok on the on the bouncy castles yeah so there's some ideas for you for for next year (laughs) well that's that's what elijah's was like today oh right cool cool yeah it was a whole they made a whole day of it um, obviously, we were only there for a couple of hours, but they had bouncy castles and all that stuff, and it was at a rugby club. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a big, you know, the bar was open. Um, they had they'd set up pitches all over the place of all the kids because all the kids had to wear their kits down there. But they're all just running around playing football and having a laugh with their mates, and it was nice. And, and that kind of happened at our place, but because it was only officially an hour, it was like everyone had, had the hour and, or hour and a half hung around for mm-hmm. a bit, had a beer, and then it was done. So it wasn't really. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was a bit, yeah, disappointing. And because it was a Sunday, the bank mm. holiday would have been, you know, you could have made a real day of that and everyone would have stayed, had a few drinks and yeah, yeah. Stuff. But yeah, it wasn't really like that, which is a bit disappointing because in our area of where we play in Surrey, we're, we're probably one of the biggest clubs there. And I just thought it would have been nice to put more. And there is a park literally right on next to the ground. So you could even do something in the park, put bouncy castles in there. And do, you just walk over to the parks. It's literally right next door. Um, so yeah, yeah it's a bit, I mean, I'll I'll mention that at the next meeting. You know, make a bit more of a fuss because they they do make a fuss in terms of the trophies, and then they're really nice. But it's just kind of you just wish you could spend a bit more time there and celebrate it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about how you chose your players. Okay. Who who were going to get those awards? Well, it's interesting because I would say that the probably the two best players in the whole season who've played the best consistently actually won two of the awards. So I was firstly I was really pleased about that. Um, not only the fact that they've probably been the best players and everything else, but but they don't mm-hmm. really you know they don't really miss training. Or miss games, which is important as well, um, and just the attitude on the pitch, you know, the sort of leadership qualities. So just everything all round in terms of how they are as individuals on the pitch and around the other players, um, and how well they've done. I, I was kind of really rooting for those two to get a couple of the trophies, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, if they hadn't, I wouldn't have been disappointed because there's so many I mean I, the, the, so there was so, I mean I could I said in my speech I said I could have given my award to probably any of them which is true I wasn't just saying that I probably could have there's mm-hmm. probably 80% of them were probably equally deserving um, and in the end I gave it to my goalkeeper um, because in some games he's, he's had nothing to do like literally with a few games especially in the early days when we were in a lower division and we were winning mm-hmm. five, six nil every week. He, he, at times he didn't have much to do, but then he'd, he'd have that moment where he needed to make a save and he'd pull off a great save out of nowhere. And that's probably all he'd have to do in that game. And it just shows yeah. he was always on, always aware and on it and that sort of thing. But um, as we've got, as the games got a bit harder, he's had more to do. And um, especially the nine aside games we've played, because we've been playing these teams in the top divisions. He's had some absolute blinders and it sort of, 
probably tipped the balance for me giving it to him. Yeah. He's got such a, but it wasn't just that. I, I wanted to give it to somebody who's got, not who hasn't just played well, but also has a great attitude and doesn't moan, doesn't complain. He's really, he's a really bouncy character around everybody else. Really good laugh. Never complains. Loves, loves going in goal. So I kind of gave it for his all round personality as much as how well he's played. Yeah. Um, because it's just great. It's just great to have around the place, and he comes. He plays out sometimes as well. I've, I've bought him out, and he plays well out and stuff like that. I mean, he's just a, such a great lad, and I just thought he really deserves it because he's pretty. I think he's missed one game this season when he was ill, but he comes to every training session. Um, he goes to the goal. We have a goalkeeping coaching thing on a Monday, which he goes to. He mm-hmm. doesn't really know anybody, but he, he turns up to that. And he's just got a great attitude, and, and he's done so well for us. And we were, he was the last player I got in the team because we didn't have a goalkeeper to start with. Yeah, I remember, I I just remember him, Yeah, I just remember him from Little League and on the off chance, I thought, I wonder if Harry would like to do it. And luckily, Martin, one of the dads, he knows he knows his mum. He goes, oh, I'll ask him. And he came down and it sort of went from there. So yeah, so that was probably my main... I, I wanted to give it to somebody who probably wouldn't necessarily go, oh, he's been the, the best player this year. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely been up there. Um so that was kind of my my thinking, really. But then I was thinking about giving it to... I did think about giving it to the most improved player as well. Yeah. Even, even though it's not a most improved player of the year, but it's my award. And there's a couple who've just blossomed so well as the season's gone on and are different players from when they started. So that, so I did think about that. But And Harry's in that bracket who I gave the award to. So, um, yeah, that it was important for me to sort of recognise somebody else who may not jump out at you because the other two got the other two awards, you would probably say, yeah, they've been the two best players all season. So um, so that's kind of, that was my kind of thought process really. Yeah. What, what have you done for yours? Have you done, have you literally just picked the best player or have you thought about other things, you know, dedication to training, never missing a session? Yeah. I think, so, got, I think you've got to take that into account personally, but. Yeah. So I think probably similar. So we've got, um, Obviously, playing well in the matches, putting the effort into training, attendance to training and the matches. Um, like you say, good attitude. So, you know, not moaning. Can we have a match? Or, you know, just I don't want to play here. Or, yeah. All of those things go into it. But I guess it's a little bit different for each of the awards as well, isn't it? So, for the manager's choice, well, you can make your criteria whatever you want. And so I guess yeah. mentally, I'd, I hadn't had actually written it down on a piece of paper, but mentally, I'd thought about all of those things. So like I say, probably number one, uh, in, in no particular order, but you know, just generally played well throughout the season. Two, attendance. Three, good attitude. Uh, for good team ethic and, you know, operate socially well, you know, integrate socially well within the team as well. And then looked across the players. But it all sounds very scientific, doesn't it? But then I I was still left with about five names, you know. (laughs) And I was like, I I could, you know, make a good case for probably, probably like you said, 80% of the team I could make a really good case for. And so I was, I was really wrestling with, you know, sometimes when you, you know what it's like at work, don't you? When people get recognized individually, but really, you know, you, you, you try, you, you motivate in the minority and potentially demotivate in the majority. Yeah. That, that's where my head was. And I was like, well, I kind of want to give out more trophies than I, than we have. But then does that kind of dilute Getting the trophy, it, it should yeah. mean something as well. One of our under tens gave two trophies to he, he picked two players for his player of the year, which I thought was a bit not a cop out, but I thought, oh, you know, a little bit on the fence. Yeah, and somebody did at Largest today did that. One of the other under tens, he gave two trophies out because he said, "Oh, I couldn't split them," sort of thing. But you know, I just think if you're doing a, if you if you're doing that if you're doing something like that, I think you've got to give one. Otherwise, then then every other team's going. Why didn't you give two? Then that's what I yeah, that yeah. thought on it. But anyway, yeah. And also, I think what 
what I ended up doing as well, I was probably a little bit swayed by the player's player of the year. Yeah. So I think using that criteria, I'd got it down to a few names and I was actually expecting the player's player to be a different player than it had been. (laughs) But it still, it didn't really change anything because you think, well, I, I didn't want, you know, one player to get more than one trophy. I suppose that's that's one of the other um, criteria. I mean, you'd never you you wouldn't have that in the in the professional game, would you? You know, you get Mo Salah. He's just cleaning up this year, isn't he? You know, but I I just wanted it to be spread out. So whoever came in as the players player would probably not get one of the other awards as well. Yeah. So we. We kind of we kind of said, oh, somebody win if if one player gets the parents' vote, basically don't give them your vote, kind of thing. Let let three different let there be three different winners, which I thought was fair enough. Okay, so the the, I mean, I just decided to do that, but it sounds like the club was uh, yeah, encouraging that. Yeah, I think I think so, and I think that's the right thing to do. I think. Yeah. If somebody getting two, you're kind of like, well, I mean, luckily enough, the parents and the players voted differently. Um, but I probably would have just given the players award to the second place or something if it had been the same winner. Yeah. Um, yeah I wasn't yeah. a bit worried about it, but luckily the the, the votes were quite spread. Um, so, yeah, it was um, Elijah won it, actually. Elijah got the players player, which I was really pleased about because I wasn't, I wasn't going to... Well, this is the other thing you see about... about do, would you give it to your own? That's another debate. Would you give it to your own child? Because <laughs> um, I, I told him before, and I said, "Look, I'm not going to give it to you." Um, so he he was kind of prepared for him to not get a trophy. And I, I mean, I thought I've sort of wrestled with it, and I thought, should I be doing that, or should if I think he has been the best player, should I give it to him? But it's that whole thing, isn't it? Other parents maybe thinking you're being biased and whatever. I don't know. It's a difficult one. I probably could have justifiably given it to him. Yeah. He's probably been one of the top two players, which is why I was pleased he got the players player. Um, but it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, I I'm, I'm, I know if I'd given it to him, it would have been because he has been the best player or one mm-hmm. or, two or two or three. So I wouldn't have felt like I was being biased. Um, but, you, you know, it's just, it's just to say, just to make it less controversial, I suppose. So I'd said to him, you know, you're not, you're probably not going to get an award. So don't get, get, worked up about it I said, you know, <laughs> good pep talk dad <laughs> I, kind of said, I kind of said in my eyes I said you'd probably be I think you've been one of our best players this season and as long as you know that that's the most important thing so I did sort of soften it a bit and say that to him yeah um, but Deb, Deb sort of had a word with him as well I said look your dad's not going to give you an award because it's your first season and blah 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 but you know maybe next year if he is the best player by a country mile then I may do it but that's I didn't have to worry about it this year, so it was good. It it would be tough, wouldn't it? And and it's absolutely. I, I'd be the same if if uh, if you selected your own child. I, I would only ever do that if I could hundred percent, you know, say that they deserved it, and they probably deserved it plus ten percent, you know, to just get over that oh, your own mental biases. But it's just it's also just. Possibly, rightly or wrongly, it's avoiding that controversy, isn't it? Exactly, and that's probably you know, why I took that approach. Because even though I could have stood behind it, gone, do you know what? Not one of you can come up to me and say he hasn't been in the top two players, say. Mm-hmm. And it was a close run thing that I gave it to him. But I, 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 I'd be pretty comf- comfortable to have that conversation with anybody and say, well, how can you sit here and say, you know, he's got this amount of goals, he's got this amount of assists, he covers every blade of grass, he does this, he does that. Um, in the end, he probably I probably wouldn't have given it to him because he's thrown the odd strop, you know, at times. Yeah. Um, and then and a couple of other players have moaned a bit about when I when I asked them to do a job in a position, they've they've moaned about it and said, "Oh, I don't want to play there." So it's like, well, I'll take all that into account as well when I'm thinking about who I'd give it yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All that, it's all that attitude thing. And I've got to, I've got probably only a couple of players, but every time I play them somewhere. They don't really want to play. I get mo- they moan about it, and I'm like, I always say to them, it's about the team. It's not about where you individually want to play. Um, so yeah, that kind of that kind of comes into it as well a little bit. Yeah. Did you vote for the parents' player of the year? Um, 
what did I put a vote in or did I what do you mean did, did you I? vote as a parent oh sorry got got you no I didn't I didn't vote in that in the end it wouldn't have mattered because the the winner won it by two or three votes but um no I, I didn't actually I didn't which is interesting I didn't even think to vote in it actually maybe I should have the the only I didn't, yeah I didn't think about it I just I just it just never entered my mind to have a vote I guess because I've got my own award to give out I didn't think about it yeah again so the head coach asked me and I I, I wouldn't have thought about it either but the head coach asked me and I said oh I, sh-, I said if it if it needs a deciding vote I'll vote but don't don't bug me until then yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um. But yeah, I uh, opened to, and that was just today, you know, literally today. And he, he just right. asked that, and I thought, all oh, right, oh yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I remember as as you giving them out when I was giving out my award that I'd voted for. I was just thinking, what do the parents think about this? Do they do they agree with me? Do they think that's ridiculous? Or it was interesting. It was just in my head as I was giving it out. Um, and I'm sure probably half of them don't agree with it and half of them think it should have gone to somebody else. Um, but, you know, that's just life, isn't it? Nobody's ever going to agree. So. Yeah, yeah. And it was a little, well, not I wouldn't say a fallout after that with one parent, but um, as I've told you about this week, off air. Well, without, so on air and without specifics, can you talk about because like i say i mentioned that article that coach who'd who'd basically had enough so after it yeah i mean i can go into specifics it's nothing it's nothing i wouldn't say to her face and i did say to her afterwards i mean basically it was just a comment made that um you know why her son just happened to be the top scorer um we pretty, we pretty much play with one striker so he's he's probably always going to score the most goals because we only have one striker normally so by the law of averages he probably is going to score the most goals so mm-hmm. he was our, he was our top scorer um so she she made a comment about oh, i was i was you know he doesn't know any better and he was happy enough but i'm just disappointed that he wasn't recognized for being top scorer um you know so, so or she used the word special recognition i think and it kind of but she sent it to the group chat so of course all the other parents can see the comment and it and it kind of it kind of didn't sit very well with me because I just thought, well, why should your son be recognised above everybody else just because he scored more goals than everybody else? Because there's going to be other players who can't score the goals because they're not in those positions. But does that mean they've done any less of a job for the team? And it's all about the team for me. It's not about individual kind of glory. So I kind of said to her, you know, I've got no problem if you disagree with the choices or I don't even think it was about, she was disagreeing with who won the, the awards. It was kind of like, well, they've got awards, but my son was top scorer. So why hasn't he been recognized as well? Kind of additionally. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of like, and I, I mean, mate, can you see a point or not? I don't, I don't know as a neutral mate. For me, it just, it was a kind of a little bit, not self-centered, but it was all about her son and not about the team. And I kind of can see, yeah, if, from the point, yeah, he scored the most goals, but it's all about the team, and he wouldn't have scored those goals without the team effort, of course. So, so you know, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. I completely yeah, no, don't that's, agree that's with the why I'm sort of bringing it up because it'd be good to get a different perspective as a, as a neutral. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent neutral because it's you telling me the story, but <laughs> but I'll I'll give it a go. So the methods is ridiculous for me um sorry getting getting that clicking again go on don't go on it's gone okay i think it's just when i'm moving it i'm trying to keep it still (laughs) um so yeah the the method is ridiculous now, was it calling you out specifically, or was it just like a, a blurted well, out rant? Or this is the thing. I don't. I, I'm not sure if it. I, I'm, I'm assuming it was kind of aimed at me, but it, you know, I didn't do a golden boot award. I mean, I didn't. We the club paid for all the all the trophies, so mm-hmm. it wasn't my decision who got what trophies they gave out. They they yeah, just yeah. They always do. 
Um, so of course, if he'd got the votes, he'd have won a, an award. Um, maybe they should do a golden boot. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a. Well, it's, that, it's, a it's a sort of a not. I call it a nice to have. Really, I mean, Elijah got a golden boot today, but which was a nice. I thought it was a really nice thing that his manager did. Mm-hmm. But if he hadn't given him one, I wouldn't have been remotely bothered because I don't think it's about that. And part of me thought, well, maybe he doesn't deserve to get an extra award above everybody else. But, you know, everyone's going to have a different opinion on it, I think. Well, I was going to say, you know, again, look into the professional game. You do typically have a golden boot award, don't you? That's true. So, you know, and and it really is that. So, so you'll have, what if we look at like the Premier League, you'll have the golden boot, you'll have the player of the year, although you have different, players of the year don't you players player of the year writers player of the year and stuff like that and then you'll have the young players of the year obviously we're all the same age so that that doesn't count but so so in the pros game you essentially have that don't you player of the year golden boot that's true do i actually genuinely don't know this i don't know if professional clubs or any clubs do do their own golden boot i don't know that i know they do a player of the year and young player of the year and all that sort of thing i don't know if they do their own individual golden boot maybe they do i'm not i really don't know that i don't know if they do a golden boot but there's always an amount of prestige isn't there with being the top goal scorer for the for the club yeah yeah i kind of i can kind of see the point now we've discussed it a bit um i think it's probably the way she worded it it came across as He's done better than everybody else. I think that it was just the way the wording came across, um, yeah. and I think the fact that nobody else gave a golden boot out made it probably rankled me a little bit more because I thought, well, nobody else has given a golden boot, out. rightly or wrongly. That's a debate. That's a separate debate. Mm-hmm. Um, I was probably more annoyed about the fact she put it on the group chat because I just thought it was a bit. It was just all focusing on her son and sort of not recognizing other people. Um, and that's just the club policy. They don't do a golden boot award. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I could have then. Then what? Then if I do my own individual golden boot, am I being a bit unfair on the other players if I don't give? You know, it's the whole. It's difficult, isn't it? I think this is the thing with awards at a young age. I think there's. I think kids probably see it a little bit differently when they're ten, eleven, twelve. Maybe I, I don't know. Whereas, you know, when you're an adult, you accept that every club does a player of the year and a young player of the year and you know, 90% of the squad aren't going to get a trophy because mm-hmm. only two people can win those trophies. But yeah, it was um, it was probably just the more that she was airing it on the group chat and it just came across a little bit moany and and that sort of thing. So that that was what mm-hmm. annoyed me. I didn't have, a, I've got no problem with people that agree with something. I'm not here to, you know, just go, hey, everything's rosy. I want you to agree and be happy all the time. If people are genuinely annoyed about something, I said, just come and speak to me about it. But just don't just don't involve everybody else because I just think it makes it awkward for everybody, and it doesn't need to be. Just stay away from that and speak to me privately. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's uh, as I said, the method sounds ridiculous to me. I mean, it's like walking into a, a room full of people and then going, "I'm better than you lot." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you're talking about everyone else's children that are on that WhatsApp group, presumably. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you know, and I think the the worst thing was we've got the the new parents have been added on there for the three new players who've joined, and we've you know we haven't all played a game together yet. And it's kind of you know I'm sure they can see it for what it is. It's just a bit ridiculous, but um, yeah, yeah, something to think about. But I don't think that. I can see the point in a golden boot because, yeah, it is a kind of, I suppose it's a nice to have and and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a bit bit moany to me. But um, yeah. yeah. Live and learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll let you know if, if we have any controversy. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of bracing myself for it. I, I think we might have a little bit, but... But we'll see. Like yeah, I say, we'll compare, I, I think Evie's is in June. Evie's is in June, I think, as well. So we'll, we'll compare notes for her girls' presentations and see what happens. Yeah, I, I like I say, I, I kind of wanted to to recognise some of the the people who were on the fringes of the awards as well. Yeah, but that's a really good thing. I, I, I just don't. 
I, I was Googling around, trying to search for something. Do other people do that? I, I couldn't really find anything. So um, I, I guess the, the, the path of least resistance is to just swim with the tide and, and just, <clears throat> as everyone else does, call out you know a few players for the end-of-season awards and then yeah. the others will just have to try a bit harder and, and hope they, they're in with a shout next year. Yeah, I mean, from what I saw ours from the other te- other teams, and today it literally was the player of the year, the player of the year awards. The best player who's performed the best on the pitch got them. From what the mm-hmm. managers were saying, you know, oh, you know, he's done this, he's done that, been amazing. It was an easy decision, all this sort of thing. So, I guess if you're only giving out one award like there were today, one player of the year, I suppose you've got to give it to the best player. I suppose. I guess our way, three trophies gives you a little bit more of a leeway to maybe pick that player who is a bit more on the fringe and wouldn't necessarily get it uh, yeah so, which is a good thing I think so I think if let me try and summarize where I think we are then so ultimately it, it depends what your philosophy is so what is it at the start of the season what is it you're trying to promote uh, in your squad and what behaviors are you trying to get the kids to to adopt there so having a good attitude obviously you know trying hard in training and and it's not a linear relationship you know if they put the effort in training you don't see that on the pitch on a saturday or a sunday but yeah. you know if they're working hard their attendance is high. Typically, they'll get a bit better, won't they, through, throughout the season. Yeah. But ultimately, it's going to be different for different coaches, different managers. So you just need to think about what is your criteria yep. that you're going to select this player on. So we rattled off a few. So attendance, effort, playing well. Uh, I think I mentioned socially interacting well with yep. others, having that good attitude. Yeah. So, and then once you've made your decision, stick to that. Make sure you can justify it in case you do get some abusive parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ironic because the the mum of this lad, um, in training when we're doing practices and stuff, he's he's kind of like you know that classic. Oh, he's you should see him in training. He's he's terrible when he's on, but when he's on the pitch, he's dynamite. Oh really? There's a little bit of that. I wouldn't. He's not terrible, but when we play like a practice match, he's absolutely brilliant and all this. But when you're when you're doing sort of routines, uh-huh. practices, it's almost like he's doing it half-hearted. Yeah, and he's not yeah. putting a lot of effort. And I often say to him, you know, "Come on, Jay, what's going on? You know, you're sort of, you know, you're you're swinging a lazy leg at this. And we're trying to do crisp passing, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of. He, he sometimes looks really half-hearted, and he's very quiet as well on the pitch. So all these things. So he probably wasn't in the running for an award this year because of, yeah, he's top scorer and he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, he's fantastic. But when you look at the whole package, I think there's things that sort of bring his his overall sort of score, if you like, down a mm-hmm. little bit. There's things that... Bit, bit of a Berbatov. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of exasperating because you're trying to get everyone, you know, bouncy, lively in training. And he's kind of sort of strolling through it like he sort of doesn't... I don't know what that is. It's kind of odd. Um, and like I said, on the pitch, he's incredibly, he's a really lovely lad and he's very, very quiet, really softly spoken. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying, when he's on the pitch, physically, and the way he can bully defenders, it's amazing. And I keep mm-hmm. saying to him, because he, it's almost like he hasn't got enough belief in himself sometimes. Mm-hmm. The way, I mean, God, he can, the first nine side plan we played the other week, he was playing against three big centre-backs. He was on his own up front and he was smashing them around to bits and it was amazing. And I kept mm-hmm. saying to him, Keep doing that; it's awesome. But it's almost kind of just trying to get that out of him. And you know, you know, I tell you what, it reminds me of um, Emil Heskey. You know, we, you just wanted Emil Heskey to get a little bit annoyed. Mm, yeah, yeah. So such a nice guy, and a little bit. He always used to sort of play within himself. It looked to be. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a little bit of that. You just want him to sort of believe in himself a bit more and get a bit more riled because he's got it in there. Um, but anyway. Need, so needs a bit more John Fashionu about him, probably. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's really physically good on the pitch. He's probably mm-hmm. one of the ones who... He, he's, it's that classic defend from the front, and he's so good at that. Yeah. I mean, 
he nips in and gets the ball off people. A bit like Firmino. You're like, where did he come from? Didn't see yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But to see him training, doing some stuff, you'd think, <laughs> what's he playing at? But, you know, it's great. And it's, but it's all, you know, back to the point. When you weigh up the whole package, you know, there's things that I think still need to improve for him to be considered, yeah, he's an outright winner of that. Yeah, he scored the top most goals, but I think overall there's things he still needs to improve on and work on that other people are doing that he's not. So it's all part of the learning curve, but yeah, he's a cracking lad. Yeah. And all that sounds like useful feedback as well, doesn't it? I I wonder, you know, as, as part of this end of season awards wrap up, you know, do, do you have a pep talk with each, each of the players for next think, year? Yeah, I think what I'm going to, because I mean, our season, I mean, it's officially finished, but we've got a game tomorrow and we've got a couple of tournaments coming up in a few weeks. So, yeah, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to try and do something. I'm still formulating it, but maybe getting parents feedback, what they think, just just probably individually, privately. I'm just going to ask for their opinions, how they think the season's gone, what we can improve on, what they've enjoyed, just just because I'll be interested to hear it. So I think mm-hmm. it will help me. It will help me. But I'm going to also, yeah, I'm going to try and sit down with the players and have a little chat, just see how they're feeling, how if they've enjoyed it, because some because some of them are very, very, very quiet, really, mm-hmm. really quiet, and that's the thing that I've really I'm I'm formulating plans already in upcoming training sessions and stuff to really try and bring that out of them because there's a few of them we just won't say boo to a goose on the pitch. Yeah, and yeah. So much pep talks going. Come on, guys, you've got to speak. You're too quiet. You know, you've got there's got to be something different because it's not obviously not working with some of them, um, and it's difficult because you know you see them getting in all these great positions, but they don't call for the ball, and it's kind of like you know, what can I do to bring that out of them? So I've got a few ideas and we're going to be working on that. But I think maybe chatting to them individually as well, especially those quiet ones and just sort of seeing if there's anything they find difficult on the pitch. So I say to them, you're all mates, you all mess around in training and get on fine. And you in training, you're fine. But it's almost like on a game day, they, they don't freeze, but they're, they're a bit more inhibited in terms of calling for the ball. And I don't know why that is. No. It's a really strange thing. I don't. What, what are your girls like? Are they good at doing that? Evie's team's really good at it. They're really good at all of them. Really cool for the ball. It's good. But no, no, it's something we're we're not great at. Yeah. Um, I mean, the way. So, so I tried to get in off topic slightly, but I tried giving all of the girls individual challenges today. Mm. Um, now I spoke to them before all the games kicked off. But, um, I mean, it was getting on for, for like two o'clock by the time it was all wrapping up. Uh, we hadn't had any lunch or anything. so And I was dropping one of the girls off before we headed home as well. So it was just like, oh, let's just go. But I think I might next week I might revert to my, right, I'm going to select three of the girls. I'll give them individual challenges and yeah. we'll get on with that. I, I'll keep a track of it so I don't, I don't miss anyone out. Um, but one of the challenges will be call for space, you know, call for the ball when you're in yep. space, yep. something really simple like that. And then, yep. you know, once, once I've set that, you know, a few times, I'm, I'm hoping they start to just do it more and more. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. I mean, I've, I've got probably, I would say half the team are really good at talking and half of them are just far, just too quiet. Mm-hmm. Far too quiet. Um, and I think they're at the age where that they, they don't need to be like that. I think they should. They need to sort of start, you know, being more vocal because we, especially when you see other teams, you play and they're really, really shouting and organising each other. And you've got got a few who do that, but mm-hmm. some of them just they really don't like don't like calling for the ball. I don't know why. And, I, and I'm shouting at them, call for the ball. You're in space, and you can hear them, and they sort of pipe up a bit, but it's still really timid. Mm-hmm. Like they're scared to shout and I don't know why that is and I think that's where you've got to try and have those little chats and get in their psyche a bit more it's just fun in the time isn't it you know with the, yeah, such yeah. limited time to sort of have the indulgence of pulling them over for five minutes and have a little that's chat that's right yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's the difficult thing and I don't know when I'm going to have time to do it the only time really is in that warm up before a game I suppose you can just let everyone else carry on and you have a quick pull them to one side for a few minutes and yeah even that's not a do you want to have a proper sit down and say look you know what 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 can we do to help you 
improve things and mm-hmm. you know, things you, you need to work on and just get them to self-analyze a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, especially going to the side, just finally, because the organization I'm noticing has got to be a hell of a lot more because you've really got to communicate a lot more in nine aside mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finding because of offsides and you know all these other things going on um, the goal kicks are more problematic and it's kind of there's a lot to think about which is a good challenge but yeah I think the, t- the, the kids have also got to realize that and start doing their bit and, and start organizing each other but hopefully we'll get there it's just it's only a few that I struggle with that with but yeah hopefully we'll get that improving I think it's like driving a car, though, isn't it? It's. Uh, I, do, I do love your analogies; they're awesome. Oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> this is this week's one. Okay. So, so when actually, I, I, I'm going to have to evolve this into a bit of a Swiss Tony thing, aren't I? Um, <laughs> probably not appropriate right now, but but um, so basically, when you start learning to drive, you're learning about all the mechanics of it, aren't you? You're learning about. You know your position on the pitch. You're learning about controlling the football and what have you. Yeah. And shouting out, you know, is a is a is just another thing on top of all the other things that you're trying to remember. Yeah. You know, it's funny going going into the last game. Like the the head coach is is big for you know he wants to see the girls big smiles. I want to see big smiles. Mm. And one of the girls said. She said, I do that, but when I'm smiling, I, I forget about playing football because <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm concentrating on smiling. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, I said, well, you you just focus on the football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's classic. But, um, so I, I think it's possibly that. I mean, uh, I think it will probably just come with age. But like I say, I, I'm going to try it out by setting individual challenges like that like just call for the ball three times in the game just call for the ball when you're in space that's it yeah that's your challenge for the day yep and I'll, I'll see if that has an impact or not well you know it's what yeah let me know how that goes yeah yeah um, yeah we'll see that's probably a whole that's we could probably do a whole show on talking on the pitch i would think yeah i mean quite, i quite easily I, I i think when i play i probably talk more than the average person um, I was the same when I, I used to never shut up. Honestly, I was probably a pain because yeah, I was. I, I quite often think talk. I am. <laughs> I was really, really loud on the pitch, really loud because I, I, I couldn't. I probably didn't even know I was doing it. I just couldn't help myself. Yeah, I've got a few like that, but I've got a few who just honestly, it's like they're just so timid, and you wouldn't, you just wouldn't think they're even on the pitch. So. I wonder if it's, I mean, we all come within eight characteristics, don't we? Yeah. And uh, it, it, I don't I don't ever remember working on trying to talk more. Uh, I, I seem to remember, you know. I think it's just naturally, honestly, I think you're either naturally like that or you're not. I yeah. yeah. That. I, don't, I think it's hard to teach somebody to be like that. That's the challenge. Yeah. Um, but interestingly enough, the people who, don't talk on the pitch are probably the ones who give me the least trouble in training in terms of messing around because they're, they're quite sensibly behaved. Yeah. That's yeah. Part of, that's part of it as well. So it's interesting. They are the very easy to manage sort of players. Um, and it sort of transmits itself on the pitch by them being incredibly quiet. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting, but that's the challenge. I've got a few things I'm going to try, so we'll see. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? They sound yeah. like nice young lads, yes. but you kind of want them to have a bit of nastiness and be yeah. a bit vocal and outgoing when they're on the pitch. Absolutely, absolutely. So maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do a show on that because that'll be quite a good one to yeah, yeah, knowledge out of it. Let's let's get it down on the list. Absolutely. Okay, shall we wrap up there then? I think so. Been covered everything there, I think. So good luck to all those having their awards soon and you'll be going through the same dilemmas we have with picking players. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Ben, if someone wanted to email us or get in touch with us, how would they do that? Yes, yeah, so if you want to email us, uh, the email address is grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com and we're also on Twitter at grootscoachcast. So drop us a line if you've got anything to say. Um, or contribute any thoughts on the podcast um, hopefully it's helping people um, 
who are just getting on their coaching journey like we have. So, like Dave said at the start of the show, that's what it's for. And, and we'd be interested to hear your feedback. So, yeah, please get in touch. And if you want to head over to iTunes as well and drop us one of those five-star reviews or a go so that'd be fantastic. That helps us grow the show. It helps other people find the podcast as well. Absolutely. Ben, it's been emotional. As always, mate, as always. Thank you very much, sir. Cheers, Dave. See you next week.